The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpasportsmed to learn more. Today's episode of the PA High School Football Report was originally recorded as a Facebook Live during Midpin Media Days. It has been edited from its original length. Greetings, everyone, across the Keystone State and Central Pennsylvania. Today, members first and JoJo's Pizza. We're here at Cumberland Valley High School's new athletic facilities. They got a new football stadium along with some lights and a new press box. Obviously, you see we have a lot of high school athletes walking around here. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty big event. Today, we have all of our football teams coming through. We had McDevitt's star quarterback, Stone Saunders, and Still High uh, Rollers star quarterback, Alex Irby. Uh, we got some cover photos of them coming out. Stay tuned for that on our website. Be sure to look out for our new football preview tab that will be coming out later on this month um, on the Patriot News newspaper. And if you can look around here, man, we have athletes just everywhere mingling, having a good time. We got some beanbag tosses going on. Uh, we have some, some JoJo's pizza, some very delicious pizza. And a bunch of me media news outlets here. We have about 15 media news outlets um, paying to come throughout the day. Uh, we have the Carlisle Sentinel, Chambersburg Opinion, uh, WJL News. Fox, so on and so forth. But this is a very big event. This is the offseason for football. As we mention all the time on the PA High School Football Report with my uh, co-host Brian Linder, football is year-round. And obviously right here we got Penlai's very own Dan Sostic, who's very knowledgeable on football. Shout out to Dan. Dan, how has this Penn Live Media Day been for you so far? What's the experience like? I know it's the first for you and I both. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's awesome for stuff like this to be back, you know. I mean, and I'm this isn't a wood table. I'm knocking on wood, but uh, it's starting to get, you know, couple years into this whole pandemic thing it's starting to get a little more normal by the it kind of inches instead of feet but it's really good to have kind of the whole mid pen here kind of you know uh, chat with them and get out, I'll get the whole media around because I mean and then they were trying to promote high school football and this is a great way to do it. Absolutely and like I was just telling our fans that are tuning in on our Facebook live we had some pretty marquee guys come through we had Stone Saunders of Bishop McDevitt Alex Irby we did like a star cover photo shoot with the both of those guys <laughs> because those both of those guys played in state championship games Irby from Steel High is going into his junior year Saunders is going into his sophomore season and both are just having historic seasons and they're both still very young Talk to me a bit about those guys, what you anticipate this season, and how big they're going to be for their teams. I mean, Stone Saunders last year, if you if you did not know what year he was in school, you would guess this is a Paul senior who's had, what, like uh, 1,000 completed pass or whatever in his right. career. He threw for 40-something uh, touchdowns last year, led his team to say he was a freshman. He's right. a he's a 14-year-old kid, and right. now you're starting to see him fill out a little more. I mean, fill out both physically and all um, you know in terms of attention in college and whatnot um, he is going to be a special player who is going to end up playing on Saturdays on ESPN and Absolutely. ABC and everything um, but I mean and then you got Alex Irby on the other side who's kind of uh, who's older uh, and is starting to have his recruitment process as well and he puts up those 
video game numbers at Steel High as well and mm-hmm. has already has a state title to his name. He's kind of like um, Stone in that regard too where he led his team to a state title as a true freshman. And um, yeah, those, I mean, there's a reason we're picking them for, you know, spoiler alert, to be on the cover of our football edition is because they are, they are the biggest names uh, guys in the state. Yeah, emphasis on spoiler alert. <laughs> Nonetheless, we're talking about two future potential All-Americans when it's all said and done. Two guys that are going to be attending Power 5 schools. Nonetheless, we got Harrisburg here in the building. Shout out to the Cougars. We got uh, CD East here with their, their head coach, Lance Dean. Of course, head coach Cal Everett is alongside Harrisburg. We had Susquehanna Township pull up. We've had so many different schools coming in and out throughout the entire day, and it's just going to keep going. Um, we have Hershey slated to come through, Paul Meyer, Redland, Milton Hershey, um, and it's just going to keep going. So it's a very exciting day. But we got a chance to catch up with Marquise Williams, too, from Minnesota. And last week, actually, LaShawn McCoy came to Harrisburg on Friday and did a memorial scholarship drive for a friend of his that passed away in 2014. And he spoke about how Marquise Williams is actually faster than he was in high school. And I asked Marquise about how he felt about that because, you know, the saying your idols become your rivals is actually a true thing. So talk to me a bit about Bishop McDevitt's offense or what do you expect from Marquise Williams from a Riley Robel who's also one heck of a wrestler but also how dominant they're going to be. They got a big week one match with an Emotep coming up. Well first off I think I've heard Shady say a lot of times that he's not fast which I I mean I've watched I've watched uh, LaShawn McCoy play football for what like 15 years I think, yeah. he's, I think he's faster than he gives himself credit for but yeah. um, that tells you about Marquise uh, uh, just I mean he is the head of a really good one two punch for right. McDevitt because they've also got Sincere Bow back there who I also think should be a high division you know division one one a type guy um, but Marquise man he came up big he's there he's kind of their bell cow when you know when the chips are down and mm-hmm. they need uh, they need something but uh, you also mentioned Riley Bell who is just a nasty nasty player in the, in, in the best sense possible nasty right. in a good way and right. um, I mean he's a state champion wrestler which I was just talking with coach Lance Dean he said wrestlers are his favorite players to coach because they they do everything in the right way and listen and and um, Robel certainly uh, indicative of that. I mean, the, the McDevitt's one of those teams where they could bring 15, 20 kids because they're so loaded. But yeah. they picked a good three, uh, good three-headed group to bring in here today. Yeah, certainly. And like we mentioned, uh, McDevitt's season is going to open up against Emotep at Chambersburg's Peach Bowl. I talked to Athletic Director Ron Corsi about that. He said he's very excited about that event. Uh, Harrisburg just walked behind us. Harrisburg has St. Vincent Pilate out of PG County, Maryland, who's also been a very very great team in the past. Um, have had a lot of guys go to the NFL from the PG County area. We're talking about the Stephon Diggs and so on and so forth. But the Mid-Pen Conference is going to look very, very good this season. Um, you have It's going to look different, too. It's going to look different. In I what mean, ways? Uh, well, one one team that I'm really interested in seeing this year, because I think maybe on the surface some people might think they're going to take a step back, and I think it might be, frankly, the opposite is Shippensburg. Right. Because Shippensburg lost... One of the biggest names in the mid-pen and Anthony Smith uh, to graduation, who's headed to Minnesota, four-star defensive end recruit. Mm-hmm. And so on the outside, people will be like, wow, they lost their big-name guy. Uh, they're going to really, you know, need a rebuilding year. And this is nothing to uh, – no slight on Anthony at all. Um, it's just a compliment to the program Eric Faust and Chips are going to build. I think there's a lot of confidence in that building that they're going to be even better than the team that finished uh, – that lost to Cedar Cliff in the uh, district quarterfinals. I think that that is a team with Tucker Chamberlain returning quarterback, Irby Weller returning wide receiver, um, Diesel Kozer, the best fullback name yeah. in the country. I, that's I'm his real name, yeah, folks. Diesel Kozer. <laughs> I think that that's a team that's going to once again 
uh, you know, probably contend for the mid-pen colonial title. And they really are really hungry for a district title. Because last year they finished 10-0 and in the regular season before eventually losing to Cedar Cliff. That is a team that I think um, is going to look a little different. But it's the best example that you could possibly have of a true culture where it doesn't matter who's who's filling those uniforms. Right. They are going to be one of the toughest teams to beat in the conference. Yeah, and Dan, like you talked about, Coach, uh, Coach Faust mentions how he's not nervous in the slightest bit about this year's team, despite losing Anthony Smith, who's going on to play for the Minnesota Gophers. But also, um, they have Cedar Cliff, whom they lost to, like you alluded to, their very first game of the season. So they got them in week one. He said he's very excited and anticipates that matchup. Um, moving on, though, we have Trinity's cheerleaders here assisting us today with the Penn Live Media Day. We have Central Dolphins cheerleaders who just pulled up. We also have Steel High's marching band. So it's, it's a great atmosphere here. Um, talk to me about the tunes you heard from Still High's marching band. Man, I mean, it's been it's been great here. The only downside of the marching band was I was witnessing a TV interview, and yeah. um, as they were talking with, I believe it was Jalen Bean from uh, Waynesboro. Second question: the drums start hitting, yeah. and Jalen Bean starts talking as loud as he can to try right. to get it. They're like, uh, it's no no use, but they sounded tremendous. That was that's really fun. Gives it you know a very almost like college football game, college right. game day type right. um, type feel. Uh, and uh, you mentioned the cheerleaders. I can't I can't thank them enough for what they're doing to kind of keep this thing right. going. They they are they are keeping this afloat, uh, directing everyone where to go and everything. So just a really fun day to kind of show off not just the football players, but the people that make those Friday um, Friday nights yeah. so special or Saturday, Saturday afternoons. I guess we'll see more of those this year as well. But um, yeah, it's football. Football is not just about the football players. It's right. about the game day experience, and those two groups are a huge part of it. Right. And hey, you talk about those Friday nights, Dan, and obviously those Saturday afternoons too at Harrisburg at Severance Field. We're going to be there a lot. Yep. And so drop your Twitter handle for the people right now. Let them know where to follow you out, where we're going to provide them with live updates from. Um, I'm at Dan underscore Sostek, S-O-S-T-E-K. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, we will be very busy. Looking forward to, you know, it's a, I always say it's a calm before the storm, but this is yeah. kind of the storm before the calm before the yeah. storm here today. But it's a it's a fun time of the year, and I uh, uh, cannot wait to get out there because it's going to be, the mid-pen's going to be pretty fun this year. Yeah, definitely. Now, I'm going I'm to ask you a question, not from colleague to colleague, but from football fan to football fan, who do you think is going to be the most exciting team in the mid-pen to watch this year? Hmm. In, in terms of pure excitement, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of a cop-out to say Bishop McDevitt, isn't right. it? But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I think McDevitt's going to be pretty pretty darn exciting. With right. uh, I mean, you've, anytime you have that level of quarterback prospect, mm-hmm. that level of running back prospect, and we even even talked about that level of wide receiver prospect right. and Rico Scott, who's got an Alabama offer. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is that is fun. But if we're going to go a little off the board, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of uh, I'm kind of excited to see CD East and see where they end up this year. Because last year, Lance Dean's first year as head coach at CD East, he got them back to the um, led them back to the state. Uh, district playoffs um, but they lose Mackay Flowers right. graduation lose time year Thorne the graduation but they've still got one of the more exciting quarterbacks I've seen that kind of burst on the scene last year in Terrence Jackson Cobney who who's in the building yeah he's in the building and he can 
avoid tacklers like the best of them. And when he gets in open field, he's fun to watch. I got Thaddeus Krebs, who's uh, Coach Dean just said the most underrated defensive player in the state, and that right. if he was a few inches taller, he'd be getting Division One offers. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of. I think if you're looking for a sleeper team to kind of check out on Friday nights, uh, you might want to make your way to check out the Panthers because I think they're going to be competitive at um, least, and uh, they're really trying to build a culture there. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they look like in year two under Lance. Yeah, definitely. And you talk about that CD East Panther crew. They had a solid core last year as well, and they, they had graduates, uh, Makai Flowers, who's now at Penn State playing football. They had a Marcel McDaniels, who actually wrestled as well. Yeah. Um, they had a very talented core group. Lance Dean did a phenomenal job in his first season, like you mentioned. But it's definitely going to be a lot of football to be watched. Stay tuned to the PA High School Football Report podcast, where Brian Lender, myself, Nebia Size, Dan Sostic often talk about the top recruits in Pennsylvania, not only just in the Mid-Penn Conference, but in the Philadelphia area and in Western PA and Pittsburgh as well. But thank you for joining me here, man. And it's a very exciting media day. No problem. Time to go run around and find some more people to talk to. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Yeah, man. What's going on, Coach? Hey, how are you, I'm doing great. Welcome to our media day, man. Yeah, Thank you for having us here. Yeah, I'm here. To have you. Yeah, I'm here with Cumberland Valley's head football coach. Um, talk to us first and foremost about your new athletic facilities and what this means for you and your football team. Yeah, we're just excited for it to be done so we can start, you know, getting out there and, and utilizing it. Yeah. Um, you know, they're almost done with it. We haven't been able to step foot on the field yet, yeah. which, uh, you know, the practice is starting next week. It'll be nice to be on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously the Friday night atmosphere is second to none in my opinion. You add this, you know, beautiful turf, new lights, new scoreboard, and all that stuff is going to make it even better. Um, but from a practice standpoint, where you spend the majority of your time, it'll be nice to have a field like this to be able to use without wearing it down. Right. And that's the one thing with grass fields is, you you know, can't really practice on our game field right? because you ruin the integrity of it. So we're just excited to have all those different options as well. Mm-hmm. And Coach Oswald, we're here right now in your Fieldhouse facility. I mean, talk to me. I've seen Isaac Sines walking around here and J.D. Hunter, two of your valuable players on your football team, of, of many great guys, right? They're just two of many great guys. Nonetheless, what has this experience been like for them? And they're headed into their senior seasons, and they're obviously captains for your core group, but what, what kind of excitement does that have in, you know, Talk to me about it from a from a coach's standpoint. Well, you said it there. I mean, they're they're seniors. This yeah. is their last round through, and and I think the the big talk all summer has been like, we got to stop saying we can't wait for the season. We just right. want to be able to enjoy the a ride right now. Like all summer long, June, July, we did a lot of diff- different team interactions. We went to team camp, and it was mm-hmm. like, this is the last of a bunch of different things. Right. Know, a lot of different milestones. A lot of different you know things that we've been doing. So, um, just enjoying it. You know, like. You know, we talk about when I first got here, and they were just young pups. They were freshmen, and they, you know, they, they played as sophomores for me. And you know how much they've grown as athletes and, and football players, but also people. Um, just again, just trying to revisit those times and really just enjoy them. And you know, Monday's a big deal. That's our that's our last first practice. You know, for them, and um, they're just great leaders. And just to watch them grow, and they're just excited for the year. I know I talked to you a little while back at Susquehanna Township seven on seven where you guys performed exceptionally well. Um, and I talked to you a bit about Isaac Sines and J.D. Hunter's connection. Talk to me about how intricate the two of them have been. I mean, both are very versatile on the field. J.D. looked like an all-star DB, a wonderful, dynamic slot receiver. He just does it all, right? And he's also a great basketball player. But Isaac not only is your quarterback, he gets it done on the defensive end, and he's on special teams. I mean, what has their connection been like, and how – just how pleasurable has that been for you to coach the both of them? I mean, that's just one small piece of what we have going on right mm-hmm. now. I mean, Isaac, JD connection's great. I mean, I think 
Ridge, who's here today too, right. you know, as a center, getting the ball to Isaac and their relationship. It's all the relationship off the field too. You know, like that. That's huge. That's important. You know, to have that. You know, that camaraderie, that 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 trust off the field, just as much as on the field. But right. like, you know, guys that aren't here, Bryce Butler, Griffin Huffman, right. Caden Pines, Adam Somerville, all guys that'll be touching the ball. Bryce Starrett's, you know. Um, and then you go to the defensive side. You, right. you talk about Isaac's a great corner for us. Mm-hmm. JD's a great safety for us. Ridge is a great defensive tackle for us. So, like, those guys are playing on both sides of the ball, and they trust each other just as much on the field as they do off the field. Right. And lastly, you talk about that secondary, which I was going to transition into a segue. Um, your your linebacker core group is extremely strong. They proved themselves at the 7-on-7s. Just talking about how pivotal they'll be um, on your defense as well. And some uh, key absolutely. Alex being a this will be his third year starting at Mike and he'll be a junior um Bryce was had a phenomenal junior year last year he's a great linebacker great leader um you know Josh Wagenheim who played for us a lot last year at linebacker all those guys are back but you have Bryce Sterritz who's fighting JD for a running back role on offense he's fighting those guys on the, in the linebacking core for a spot on defense too and he's a great talent you know and then you have the secondary you have Griffin and JD at center or at safety excuse me mm-hmm. you got Isaac you have Adam Somerville you have Caden Pines you have you know all these different guys at corner that can kind of give us a different look um, so it's a battle mm-hmm. every day we come in here we start every morning in here at 645 it's a battle. They're in here. They're ready to go. If they're late, they know they're they're, they're losing a leg on the guy that's been here, and he's here on time. So um, it's a competition, and we're just building that competitiveness, and, and the guys are just feeding off of it. Coach Oswald, thank you for having us here at our 2022 Penn Live Media Day, sponsored by Renewal of Anderson by of Central PA. We got JoJo's Pizza. Hopefully you got a chance to get a slice. Good stuff. But nonetheless, I'm going to be talking with your athletic director, Mike Craig, here shortly a bit about your new facilities and what it means to be hosting the state championships here. And from a coach's perspective, real quick, if you want to tap into that, I mean, what does that mean for you, this institution, and for your football team to be the host of the 2023 football championships? Yeah. 2022, I apologize. Yeah, 22, yeah, yeah. for the next four years. But uh, this is a proud place. Cumberland Valley is a very proud place. We have a lot of great people that work here, and we do it for the right reasons. I mean, we do it for the kids. So now we're able to, you know, not only give back to to our great kids in our district, but, you know, football teams from across the state soccer teams from across the state, mm-hmm. volleyball teams from across the state, and field hockey teams from across the state. So now, I mean, it'll be a nice little atmosphere here, the, you know, the second week, first and second week in December, just yeah. hosting all these state title games. Mm-hmm. I think what you'll find out is just, you know, how we're able to accommodate and make sure that it's the best experience for these kids. It's going to be tough to get it out of here, and that's that's our goal is just mm-hmm. to continue to, you know, give back to these kids and, and, and put together some great championships, some great atmosphere and environments for, you know, the biggest games of the year. Wise words from a decent man, phenomenal head coach, Josh Oswald. Thank you so much, Coach. All right, thank you. Yep. And, yeah. Our Penn Live Media Day is continuously going on here. We got about the third or fourth wave of athletes coming through. Um, posted up over here, it seems like we have Camp Hill Lions football team. Um, behind me, we have Central Dolphin. And now we have Cumberland Valley Athletic Director Mike Craig here joining me. And Mike Craig, thank you for being here yeah, with no me problem. today. No problem. Thank you for having us. So this is sure. our 2022 Penn Live Media Day. For those just tuning into our lives, sponsored by Renewal of Anderson of Central PA. We got JoJo's Pizza here and Members First Bank sponsoring us. So thank you again for having us, uh, Mr. Mike Craig. 
Fred. Talk to us a bit about your new facility, some additions and upgrades that you put to the football field. Okay, well, um, what we did was we just got a new uh, turf field, field mm-hmm. turf, um, and we redid our track, yeah. uh, six-lane track, and we did a uh, new scoreboard, mm-hmm. so we're going to have a big jumbo screen uh, scoreboard. Yeah. And obviously, this has probably been a plan for a long time coming. Uh, how does it feel to finally get that into the works? And Well, we're excited. We're uh, excited about it. I think the kids are excited about it. Um, obviously, it's still under construction, uh, but we'll be on there pretty soon. Yeah. And when is the anticipated finish date, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, we're hoping that we're ready to go for our first scrimmage. Okay. And, and when is that first scrimmage? Uh, the first game? Saturday is against Phillipsburg, New Jersey. Okay. Very big game for you all. Yeah. Um, talk to me a bit about, you know, Cumberland Valley being the host of the, the state tournament for the next four years to come, state championships. Yeah, we're excited. Um, we have, we're going to have the football championships for the next four years and also the field hockey championships. They'll be played at Chapman Field as well. Okay. Um, and then we'll have the boys and girls soccer championships will be played at Bobby Ray Hall Toyota Field, which is our uh, Eagle View Middle School turf field. Uh, and also the girls volleyball state finals in the dome. That's amazing. And I was just talking briefly with Coach Oswald here right before you followed up, and he said how excited you know his players, senior vets, uh, Isaac Sines and J.D. Hunter are about this. But what does this mean for your institution? What kind of revenue and what kind of exposure does it mean for Cumberland Valley? Well, I think our, our school um, takes a lot of pride in our athletic program. Um, I think our from top down, from our superintendent to our school board, mm-hmm. um, they understand the importance of athletics in kids' lives. Lives, uh, and obviously, you know, they, they try to provide great opportunities for our kids. Yeah, certainly. Well, Mr. Craig, I appreciate you having us here. Thank Anytime. Thank you for Penn Live being able to host this and all these other media outlets, and we look forward to building and working with you in the future. Definitely. Yeah, thank, thank you, Mr. Craig. Yep. Yep. Take it easy. Yeah, yes, sir. But, yeah, as you can see behind me, folks, Media Day is rolling and rolling and rolling. We got uh, Ezekiah Thomas, Easy Thomas from Carlisle approaching here. We got so many stars in the building, young stars in the making, probably a bunch of future Big 33 Classic players. Um, like I mentioned, we had now Chambersburg behind me that just pulled up, but this has been a very, very big day. Like I mentioned earlier on in the live segment, be sure to tune into our football preview tabs, which will be coming on later at, at the end of this month for Penn Live. You can find it on the Patriot Newsletter. Um, we're sponsored by Renewal of Anderson of Central PA and Members First and JoJo's Pizza here. And be sure to tune into the PA High School Football Report podcast, which is sponsored by UPMC. And to my right, we have the infamous Penn Live veteran reporter, one whom I learned a lot from, Eric Epler, who you can follow on Twitter at 3Jacker. Ep, how you doing today, man? Let's get this on. Let's get this show rolling. Ep, I was just talking to the people <laughs> tuned into our podcast across the, uh, I'm sorry, across, tuned into our live segment across the Keystone State and Central PA. Um, we're at our 2022 Penn Live Media Day. What has this experience been like so far for you, and what are it's, you getting out of it? It's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. The, t- the turf's a little old. Yeah. <laughs> I told uh, Mike Craig, the athletic director here, you just you just dropped a couple mil outside <laughs> right. for new turf. Two things. You need new turf in the field house, <laughs> and somebody has to make the commitment to go all chrome helmets. Here at Cumberland Valley, I'm gonna pitch that idea until somebody does it. There you go. There's enough money out here. We can get. We can make that happen. Let's make it happen. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. I think we're in wave. What are we? Three now. Yeah. Commonwealth is rolling through. Uh-huh. Uh, Harrisburg guys were giving me trouble over there. Yeah. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun to get these guys here. Um, I'm glad that they embrace. Um, 
the fact to kind of introduce their guys mm-hmm. so they can get uh, more familiar with us. Not only us, but I think we've got probably 15 to news 16 outlets. news outlets here. Mm-hmm. Uh, between uh, lots of cameras, lots of phones, things mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. lots of guys interviewing, which is always good. Mm-hmm. And I think it's uh, it's a strong it's a strong start to the season, particularly for some of these teams that are a little bit further away from us. Don't maybe don't get receive the right. coverage. Right. Um, you know, most people know now we do have a fifth division, right. uh, the Liberty Division in uh, in the Mid Pen. Right. Um, and some of those schools traditionally didn't get a ton of coverage in the Tri Valley as Tri Valley teams, and now they're absorbed into the mid-pen so obviously we want to learn a lot about them mm-hmm. and and sort of expose those guys to um to you know to how we sort of do it and how we sort of run things mm-hmm. um in our coverage of mid-pen so it's it's always a good time and it's always fun to watch how many pizza boxes <laughs> roll out the door yeah because uh the first i tell you what liberty dish and some big dudes they took Sarah being stone saunders who are potentially two future all-american about him is he's a very humble guy you know The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash Central PA Sports Med to learn more. And we're back. Sorry for the te- technical difficulties, but we're here at a 2022 Penn Live Media Day. I'm here with my colleague, the phenomenal Eric Eppler, Penn Live's finest, if you ask me. Uh, but yeah, we were talking a bit about Susquehanna Township here about a month or two ago at their last 707 I actually got a chance to catch up with coach Joe Heaton and he talked to me about it it's still a bit of a rebuilding year for them but he he's very confident in his receiver Cyrus who's just been phenomenal for him in the offseason workouts but you mentioned uh, teams that have lost players but teams that have had additions great additions I want to talk to you a bit about Central Dolphin and uh, Devin Shepard who was an East Pennsboro mm-hmm. transfer um, talk to me a bit about him how he performed at East Pennsboro last season and what the, the Rams should look forward to in this final season with him it was interesting Interesting because I had forgotten that we had had, uh, and and I'm looking at the list and I'm like, Devin Shepard, he be on East Penn, and it just right. been my thoughts. But yeah, Devin Shepard is going to bring a guy. Uh, he's he's going to be a big versatility guy for right. them. They're going to be able to line him up at running back. They can line him up in the flanks. They can line him up at split end. Uh, he's going to give you a big peep and help on defense too. So he's a guy you can do a lot with. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's really big loss for East Pennsboro. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they're, you know, they're they're sort of they're sort of right on that fringe right now, where where their season sort of hangs in the balance of a bunch of new guys coming in mm-hmm. and 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 really sort of catching fire to kind of be competitive, you know, through a through what has become a tough division, mm-hmm. you know. So um, it's going to be a lot tougher now without Dev, Devin Shepard there. Mm-hmm. So uh, Central Dolphin needed a guy like that as right. well. Absolutely. I mean, they're 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 going to be breaking in a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've got a good nucleus. And like I so said, we always talk about these teams that are programs, mm-hmm. and they sort of just replenish, not really rebuild. And Central Dolphins are one of those teams. So, And I know they're looking forward to a bet, much cleaner sort of uh, more polished season than what, the, than what they went through last year. I know Coach, Coach Mack is for sure. Yeah. yeah. 
Behind us, we got a athlete from Harrisburg, Kyle Williams, and Terrell Reynolds having a friendly beanbag toss. But uh, this atmosphere has been great. Thank you for uh, joining me here on this segment for a bit. Before I let you go, I want to ask you, I asked Dan as well, who do you think is going to be the most interesting team in the mid-pen to watch this season? We talked about how McDevitt has Emotep in week one at the Peach Bowl down at uh, Chambersburg High School. We talked about Harrisburg, how they can be potentially another district title contender, go on the states and make a deep run. But there's a lot of teams also who are rebuilding this year and some teams who are returning some very powerful players like Steel High. So yeah, one of these, uh, I, I'm always a lot interested in the teams that get through the regular season and then sort of leave our periphery. We're still watching them. We're right. still tracking them. But we're talking about a state college in District 6, a Juniata in District mm-hmm. 6, with a team like a Liberty Division, like Line Mountain goes Line to Mountain. District 4. Mm-hmm. But State College, to me, is going to be, they're on the long lines of CD East. Right. They're going to be the most intriguing team to me um, in the Commonwealth because they have the firepower and they always have the depth. Mm-hmm. They've got, I don't know, it's probably 135 guys on the roster. Yeah. That's a legit number for them. Um, Marquee guy, Steven Skirtis. Steven Skirtis has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nastasi, De- uh, Deontay Stasi is going to mm-hmm. be fabulous again. Mm-hmm. And you've got these guys that are sort of right on the edge of becoming... I don't want to say household name because that that means they're unknown. Mm-hmm. You know, they, all of a sudden they just emerge, but they're right on the precipice of becoming like just superstars. Mm-hmm. You know, in, on the college ranks, and they and state college. Matt Lintel's got about three or four of those guys. Mm-hmm. So if they hit early, they've got a tough non-con schedule. Uh, Downingtown East is in there. They open with Williamsport. Uh, they'll probably be able to take care of Holidaysburg in week three, but then they crank right into the Commonwealth with CD and CDs back to back. That's no pick. The first five weeks is no pick. But again, even if they tune up and stay relatively healthy, they're still a major player in District 6. And remember, they went to the semifinals last year in 6A and gave Mount Lebanon, the eventual champs, a pretty good run until it kind of unfolded and and Mount Lebanon took over. So State College is definitely a team that wants to get back to the state semifinals. And to be honest with you, I think they can do it. They've got the running game that's going to be all right. And I think their defense is going to carry them through at least the first, you know, Half a dozen, half a dozen weeks of the season. Yeah, I couldn't have said it any better myself, uh, Eric. You know, State College is one who surprised a lot of people last season mm-hmm. when they upset Harrisburg in the in, a, in the tournament. Yeah. Then they went on and made a deep run in, in state. So definitely very interesting to see a lot of good mid pen teams here um, in the upcoming weeks. Football season's right around the corner. Tell them what to be on the lookout for too, because you got the picks and the predictions every single. Oh, week there's a lot do. coming. There's a lot. Obviously, our our special section, our preview section, will be out the Sunday before the regular season starts. Uh, regular season kicks off August 26th, so expect that the Sunday before. Uh, we're going to have a lot of, it's going to be fun, too. We're going to have a lot of Thursday games and a lot of Saturday games, mm-hmm. just for a bad reason. Obviously, we've got an official shortage, uh, but everybody's feeling that across the state. So the good news is, though, we'll be able to get to more football games. We'll be able to see more guys tout this great game of football. So it'll be nonstop between picks, pr- predictions, feature stories, and you name it. It all it's August now, so it'll just get cranked up a few notches every single week. 
uh, until we end sometime around Christmas. Thanks, Seth. I really appreciate it, <laughs> man. Thank you. Everyone, make sure you're on the lookout. And again, we're here reporting live from our 2022 Midline Media Day. Up next, I have CD East High School football coach Lance Dean getting ready to join me here. Lance, what's going what's up, on, my good doing? brother? Nice appreciate seeing you. Yes, nice yes, seeing yes, you, too. We're at the 2002 Penn Live Media Day, sponsored by Renewal of Anderson of Central PA, Members First, and JoJo's Pizza. You get you a slice of pizza, man? It was good. I just had a slice. Yeah, definitely. I just had a slice. <laughs> so Is that Lance, over here? Is that on the east, on the west shore? Yeah, it's one on this side. Yeah. This one in the city of Harrisburg. I might check too. that out. I, I don't know if I'm hungry or it's yeah. good. It tastes good. <laughs> it's good. Got it's some good. oregano on it, too. Yeah, it was all right. Lance, you go from being uh, an amazing trainer in the area. You train a lot of dudes we came up with on the high school. For those who don't know, Lance is a year older than me. Uh, graduated class of 2014 from high school. 13. 13. 13. Oh, two years older than me. I apologize. Nonetheless, Lance, your transition from being an athletic trainer, an elite athletic trainer, training guys like Micah Parsons, Aki Cowens, so on and so forth, and now you're the head coach at CD East High School. Right. We talked to you in the PA High School Football Report podcast, my high school sports editor, Brian, and I. What has that transition been like for you, and what was that first year like for you at CD East? Um, I think, you know, when you're talking about coaching, you're talking about training, you're talking about teacher, because I'm a teacher as well, mm -hmm. I think that all just falls under the same umbrella. Um, the, ultimately, you're just some type of version of a teacher. You're an educator, being able to communicate, mm -hmm. being able to speak, being able to lead, get people to be able to understand. Um, it's not necessarily, rather we're talking about a history teacher, rather we're talking about a football coach, rather we're talking about a trainer. It's not really about what you know. That's mm -hmm. part of it. But it's about what you can get that student, what you can get that kid to know, and being able to transition it so uh, I think that just goes back to teaching so I mean it, it all falls under you know one big umbrella for me and I, I just been blessed enough to be put in an opportunity where you know everything kind of stacks in order for me um, as far as coaching at East this past year it's been a blessing um, I love it there I love the community I love the support of the administration uh, and I love the students um, so you know it's been nothing nothing short of a blessing to say the least you mentioned how you're a teacher um, has that always been like a passion of yours do you feel like that was instilled in you very young because you go from being a teacher, you're also a football coach, right. like like everyone knows. Right, right. Um, you have to have a certain passion. You have to have a certain. Some some people either got it, they got the right. factor, or they don't. 110%. And do you feel like that's something you were born with, and something that you were meant to do is to teach and to, to coach and build athletes? Absolutely. Now I didn't. Now I'm not gonna say or say when I was 12, I want to say I want to be a teacher. Right. That, that that wasn't necessarily. But I think I always had a passion and a calling for giving back in some right. way or some form. Mm -hmm. So what better way than to tie that in with my passion of sports? Um, right. But I, I think. You know, this is what I was blessed and called to do. So, um, why not give him all? And obviously, you're the youngest coach in the Mid-Pen Conference, right. you know, but 26, 27 years old. Just turned 27. Just turned 27. Happy yeah. belated birthday Appreciate to you, my brother. Appreciate Many that. more years to you. Appreciate you're also that. one of very few minority head coaches Absolutely. in the Mid-Pen. You got Coach JoJo Heaton from Susquehanna Township, Kyle Everett of Harrisburg, yourself in CD East, right. um, Andrew Irby over at Steel High. Forgive me if I'm forgetting anyone right. else. Right. And uh, Jordan Hill. Jordan Hill at yeah. Trinity. Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> Don't beat me up for that, Jordan. <laughs> Nonetheless, what has that experience been like for you? I mean, I know it's all the right. new, but you're, you're defying odds in many right, areas, right, and right. we're in the era of diversity and inclusion, and to see right. people of color and minorities Absolutely. step up onto this scene is a big deal. So Absolutely. how are you taking that? Man, I think you just said it in the sense of, you know, defining odds. Mm -hmm. uh, being able, you know, more importantly, it's not about me, it's about what the kids are able to see. Right. Uh, being able to be put in this position at a young age and be a minority, mm -hmm. um, hopefully, you know, if there's one kid out there that say, hey, now I want to be a coach, mm -hmm. or hey, hey, I could do this, um, that's a win for me. Mm -hmm. um, 
So just being able to be, you know, that image of hope more than anything. Not an image of self necessarily, right. but an image of hope for these kids and, and, and what's to come. Um, I'm passionate about my city. Uh, I love Harrisburg to the death. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, just being able to be that hope for the, for these kids and just be able to be, you know, part of Kids Village mm -hmm. ultimately. Um, so I'm, I'm big on that type of stuff. Before we talk some CDs football, I, I want to talk about your alma mater real quick. You went I to Bishop you. McDevitt High School, I coached did. by Coach Wechter. Yeah. Uh, we speak with Coach Wechter often. Uh -huh. We spoke with LaShawn McCoy on Friday. He came back for a scholarship drive talking about giving back to the community. That, seen that. Nonetheless, he talked about Marquise Williams. Yeah. Um, you came up in a program playing for the Crusaders. Right. You probably grew up emulating and idolizing LaShawn McCoy. What do you think about Marquise Williams and, and the type of player that he is and the skill set that he possesses? Oh, man, he, he's a talented kid. I, I actually had the opportunity to work with him and, and train him as well. So I was able to see him in different lights. And um, when I coached at McDevitt, he was, a, I think that was his freshman year. So no, I was able to see Marquise in a couple different lights. Um, he's a great kid, first and foremost. Um, comes from a good family, soft-spoken, extremely soft-spoken, right. extremely humble, um, well-liked by all. Um, but he has that it factor, you know, he's just a He's a game player. I mean, he's a game changer. Um, he's a guy that runs naturally north mm -hmm. and south, um, mm -hmm. which is kind of hard to come by in running backs these days. Uh, but, you know, he's that complete back that's still so raw. And I think when you look at a kid like him, um, if I'm a college coach and if I'm Minnesota, essentially, and it's, I'm super excited because I'm looking at a kid that's very talented, yet still so raw to grow mm -hmm. uh, from a physical standpoint in every, in every way. So I, I'm excited to watch his senior year. Um, I'm happy for him just being able to see, you know, him come in and the work that he's put in and not say much. He just put his head down and work. So, you know, I respect him and I'm happy for him. He's getting everything he deserves. Yeah, he certainly has a motor and LaShawn McCoy actually said he feels like the kid is faster than he was in high yeah, school yeah. and <laughs> runs a bit better. So that's that's a major kudos coming from a great like himself. Yeah, absolutely. Moving on, let's talk about your CDE's Panthers. I mean, right. this is going to be a very big year for you guys. Yeah. This is year two for you. Right. Congrats to you, Coach. Appreciate you. Um, nonetheless, you lost some guys like Makai Flowers, who's now at Penn lost State. Lost a lot. Marcel McDaniels, yep. who's a very versatile player for you, yep. but you still have a strong core. You got Terrence Jack and Cop News here yep. with you. You got yep. Thaddeus Krabs. Talk to me about some of your marquee key returning player guys and what do you anticipate for this season? Yeah, uh, you mentioned already um, Terrence, uh, Terrence Jackson, Cop News, call him Marley. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think one of the most versatile kids in the state. Mm -hmm. uh, expect him to play a little bit of everywhere this year offensively and uh, he'll also be playing defense this year. Um, so just being able to allow him to be a kid, let him fly around, let him get after it. Um, and I think Thaddeus Krabs, who I think arguably is one of the most underrated players in all of the state. Mm -hmm. if, I don't talk like this often, but if he was two, three inches taller, yeah. coaches would be knocking at his door. Unfortunately, that's not the case. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of schools are still interested, but you know, those are two, two of the guys that I, um, I can lean on and I can trust to be leaders. Not necessarily, you know, be heroes. I don't. I don't expect that of kids. But you know, those are two guys that I can count on. I can look in the eye when I need to call a timeout and say, "Let's get this thing going in the right direction." Um, Jared Porter as well is, is one of the guys that, that's coming back. Um, he only be a sophomore, so you know, I don't expect him to come out there and be Superman. Um, and we have that talk often, um, regardless of any attention or, or things that might have happened this this summer, which he has he has earned. Um, just kind of go out there and just be you. So you know, I'm excited. You know, we, we lose a lot. 
lot, but we're all right. That's that's why we're here as coaches, right? That's that's what I say to my coaches. If if we're as good as you, if you are as good as you think you are as a coach, you should have no problem developing. So yeah. you know, it's one of those, that's how I look at it. Um, if I think I'm a very good coach, and I say that humbly. So if I, if I if I'm as good, this is why I challenge myself. If I'm as good as the coaches I say I am, I should be able to develop these kids with the skill level that I know that they have. Um, there's no excuses. You know, we lose a lot. That's part of high school. You know what I mean? So everybody else loses a lot at some point in time. Uh, we got more than enough to be able to compete. So it's, it's a mentality, and it's trying to get our kids to understand that and get it done. Certainly, Will. Wise words from the, the young head coach, Lance <laughs> Dean. My Lance, I appreciate yes, you. Sir. Thank you for appreciate coming to our 2002 yes, Media Day. Yes, sir. And we look forward for you to have a great season, man. Yes, sir. Look Thanks, forward to seeing you out. Yes, sir. No doubt. Well, everyone, that concludes it for our 2002 Penn Live Media Day uh, live segment. We'll be back with more for you in a few. And be sure to stay tuned for more live updates at PA Preps on Twitter. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash Central PA Sports Med to learn more.